This podcast is sponsored by the California Walnut Board, working for you to build demand. Almond flower, foliar, and fruit diseases and their management by Julie R. Johnson, contributing writer. In the fight against flower, foliar, and fruit diseases in almonds, there are key components growers need to be aware of as they decide what strategy fits best in the battle to protect their investment. First, growers must know what disease they're up against, Dr. James E. Adescavage, professor and plant pathologist at UC Riverside, told a group of growers at the North Valley Nut Conference. Spring and summer foliar, flower and fruit diseases include brown rot, blossom blight, scab rust, green fruit rot, jacket rot, shot hole, anthracnose, bacterial spot, bacterial blast, alternaria leaf spot, hole rot, or phytophthora root and crown rot. Once the problem is identified, growers can best decide how to best manage the problem. Adescavage explained that for a disease to become a problem, it has to have all three components of disease triangle. One, the host, which is the cultivar, its physiology, growth pattern, and disease susceptibility. Two, the environment and its climatic and microclimatic conditions, such as temperature, wetness, irrigation programs, air movement, and wind. And three, the pathogen, which might not be in the orchard at the start, but then gets introduced by being blown in the wind, coming in from adjacent fields, or during planting. You have to have all three components of the triangle in order to get foliar disease into an orchard, and that is the critical thing to remember, as Scavage said. In addition, interactions between the components affect the amount of the disease and its spread. He added that environmental and host components of the triangle can give clues to which pathogens may be encountered, such as temperature and wetness, phenological stage of the host, host cultivar, and presence of inoculum from previous seasons. There are initial tools a grower can use in disease management, including the choice of tree variety, planting designs, irrigation systems, and their practices. However, once these decisions are made and implemented, the orchard is what it is from that point forward, Adescavage said, and once disease is introduced into that orchard, the grower has to look at other tool options. Adescavage said there are an increasing number of fungicides being introduced to the market and some in ongoing development, with many of the new developments being premixtures. Generally, Adescavage said, all of the new reduced risk fungicides do not affect bees. He gives the following cautions concerning fungicide application and the health of bees. Fungicides applied at bloom should not be mixed with adjuvants such as penetrants, spreaders, stickers, nor tank mixed with insecticides or fertilizers. Avoid bloom application of older multi-use fungicides such as chlorothalonil, captan, and niprodione. Apply treatments to trees when bees are in the hive and not in flight when temperatures are below 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Do not spray near hives. Apply fungicides after daily pollen release is exhausted, late afternoon, evening, or night. Follow UC guidelines for fungicide applications. Delayed bloom applications under low disease pressure, two bloom applications under high disease pressure. Follow the rules for fungicide resistance management. Brown rot blossom blight. Brown rot blossom blight Many growers know this disease well, Adescavage said. Prevention is the best way to manage this disease. 
Try not to ever let this disease get established in an orchard because to get rid of it with our minimal pruning practices is very difficult. Brown rot infection period is well defined as the bloom period of 7 to 14 days for each variety in the orchard. Risk of infection is determined by environmental conditions such as temperature and wetness. There are varietal differences in susceptibility, nonpareil the least susceptible, and those varieties need to be treated accordingly. The disease spores are airborne and disseminated by wind or wind-driven rain, Adescavage said. Wetness from rain, fog, or dew allows germination within hours and infection when temperatures are between 64 to 77 degrees Fahrenheit. Because these conditions commonly occur each year during bloom, risk of disease is usually present, he added. Green fruit rot, or jacket rot, comes in varieties of Botrytis cinerea, gray mold, Mona linnea, brown rot, and Sclerotinia sclerotiorum, and is associated with the latter part of the bloom period when the fungus infects senescent blossom tissue. Secondary infections can occur in jacket rot when infected petals fall onto leaves. Infection in anthers can spread and spread from both petal and anther infection can result in damage to nut clusters. Shot hole. Shot hole of almond is a fungus that primarily infects leaves, fruit and green shots, but rarely stems. Adescavage said shot hole infections are rare on traditional almond varieties, but common on some newer ones. With shot hole, when you get into trouble is when the infection occurs at bloom time, when the leaves are just coming out and they are small, and if infected, they drop and even the fruit can drop. So it can be an economic problem disease like brown rot or jacket rot, Adescavage said. There are a number of best treatment fungicides for each of the diseases, including those used as single application at delayed bloom when environmental conditions are less favorable for infection. Adescavage recommends the use of premixtures for highest efficiency, consistency, and resistance management. Also included among best treatments are the biologicals. Determining factors in choosing a fungicide include environmental conditions such as rainfall and fungicide properties. Timing of bloom applications is based on host phenology and environmental conditions, Adescavage said. One of the goals in the treatment of these diseases is to use each class of fungicide only once per season or rotate between premixtures containing different classes. Adescavage provides the following advice on fungicide application. Many of the newer brown rot fungicides have some locally systemic activity and subsequent pre- and some post-infection activity. During less favorable environments, a single application at delayed bloom, 20 to 40% bloom, is sufficient for good disease control. During highly favorable conditions, a two-spray program with applications at pink bud and full bloom is recommended. Bacterial blast and canker. Bacterial blast and canker are springtime diseases of many fruit tree crops, such as citrus, palm, and stone fruits. Symptoms of the blast phase of the pathogen, Pseudomonas syringae, develop typically in early spring. The disease can be very destructive to flowers and spurs and has no fungal mycelium as is found in brown rot and jacket rot. Canker phase symptoms of the disease develop typically in late winter and early spring on the tree's trunk and scaffold branches. It can be very destructive to trees two to eight years old. 
A sour smell is associated with canker, which shows itself by necrotic flecks, which often merge to form large cankers that do not extend below a graft union. The bacterial blast and canker pathogen are a ubiquitous epiphyte of plants that is disseminated by rain to natural plant openings, Adascavage said. The disease develops on trees weakened or stressed primarily from frost damage and nematode damage. Varieties Mariana, 2624, and the peach-almond hybrids Hansen, Nichols, Cornerstone, Titan, and Bright's are more susceptible to the disease, but all cultivars of almond are susceptible to various degrees. Adescavage said it is important for growers to maintain health and vigor of their trees to avoid bacterial blast and canker through nutrition, pre-plant fumigation, post-plant nematicides, and removing dieback. Lab studies have shown all strains of the pathogen are sensitive to casugamycin, but less so to copper, he said. In February, the EPA accepted a Section 18 petition to allow the use of casemin to control bacterial blast and canker in almond. This action provides almond growers a significant tool in the arsenal against the disease and the damage it causes to trees and crop loss. In February, the EPA accepted a Section 18 petition to allow the use of casemin to control bacterial blast and canker in almond. This action provides almond growers a significant tool in the arsenal against the disease and the damage it causes to trees and crop loss. Casamin is an antibiotic treatment that has different modes of action compared to other antibiotics and breaks down to near zero levels within 30 days. In addition, Adescavage explained it offers no worker safety issues, is virtually non-toxic to mammals, and there is no concern of resistance in human or animal bacterial pathogens with plant use. Whole rot. Warm and humid summers can make almond orchards more susceptible to diseases such as whole rot, especially with current planting practices causing almond orchard canopies to be denser with less light penetration. There are two major whole rot pathogens, Monolinea fruticola and Rhizopus stolonifer with Aspergillus niger and Botrytis cinerea occasionally causing the disease. Adescavage said it is often difficult to determine the pathogen in the field. Fruit have to be incubated or isolations have to be done to identify the pathogen, he added. In surveys of 12 orchards in the last two years in Butte, Calusa, Sutter, San Joaquin, and Stanislaus counties, Rhizopus was found to be the predominant cause of whole rot in 11 of the orchards. Aspergillus was found in one orchard in Stanislaus County at a low incident, Adescavage reported. Inoculum of both Rhizopus and Monolinea are airborne, with Rhizopus found in soil and Monolinea originating from almond and other stone fruit. Whole rot infects fruit and causes dieback and is most severe under high humidity conditions in the orchard. Timing of fungicide application for management is different for each of the two main pathogens. For Rhizopus whole rot, early whole split applications when susceptibility is high should be done as the pathogen generally infects senescent tissues. Fungicides are applied most effectively with navel orangeworm applications. For monolinea whole rot, applications should be done earlier in late spring. Adescavage said fungicides, alkaline fertilizers, and potentially biocontrols can reduce the incidence of whole rot 
as does planting, irrigation, sanitation, and pruning practices. This podcast is sponsored by the California Walnut Board, working for you to build demand.